Hey there, pickleball enthusiasts looking to take your pickleball game to the next level? Well, we've got the answer. Introducing the Vortex Paddle from AlpinePickleball.com. Experience the game-changing power of the Vortex Paddle. Precision, power, and durability all in one. With calculated shots, enhanced accuracy, and control, you'll dominate the court like never before. Feel the strength behind each swing while enjoying unparalleled comfort and responsiveness in every play. Ready to elevate your game? Discover the Vortex Paddle today at alpinepickleball.com and witness the transformation firsthand. It's time to step onto the court with confidence and conquer the game with the Vortex Paddle. Visit alpinepickleball.com and elevate your pickleball game today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gary Miller Show. Hope you guys have been well. It has been an awesome uh, couple months. I don't know if I talked about the last episode going to the Philippines for a bit, coming back and reintegrated into American society. Football season's back. Um, man, it's crazy. Recording from the home studio now. A um, lot of lot of changes happened in the last. I would say a couple of years, man, but uh, it's it's been good to just have this podcast as a constant whenever I need a little anchor. So I appreciate you guys uh, riding with me and um, listening. So I want to talk about some college football that happened this past weekend, man. Um, there's always a lot of games, a lot to cover. Football season is probably one of my favorite seasons, man. Fall, football, pumpkins, uh, flannels. As a guy who grew up in Colorado with the four seasons, man, it's it's absolutely incredible for me to just see everything change, man. I'm uh, I've been drinking pumpkin lattes, pumpkin beers, downing them, wearing my flannel every single day, and just watch as much football as possible. I'm uh, getting up to watch college game day, as my wife calls it, the um, cartoons for adults. So. Dude, it's it's been it's been a fun year. You know, I had college game day up in Boulder a couple weeks ago with the Rock and just so much hype around Colorado and that Colorado CSU game was absolutely just amazing to watch, man. It feels like every game I've watched this year has like lived up to the hype. Um that one was super super awesome. And then, you know, with the Blackburn hit, you've seen Travis Hunter and Henry Blackburn Blackburn um really men fences the past couple of weeks. I thought that was cool that they went out to go bowling and um, you saw death threats go towards Henry Blackburn, but Travis Hunter, you know, forgave the, the kid and so did Coach Prime. I think you've seen um, what a lot of adults and people need to learn, just forgiveness and grace and that, and that's, that's been awesome. It's a game. At the end of the day, you play hard. Some things go outside the lines and there might be some hard hits and aggression and passion. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's a game. You shake hands, you move on, and you go fight another week, man. But um, Colorado football has been fun to watch this year. And I know some people put them uh, up to, you know, maybe go undefeated after that first TCU game. But it, I, I didn't see that happening. I didn't see them running the table or anything like that. But, man, they are night and day. And, and I think that the Oregon game – Oregon's, Oregon's the real deal. Um, but the amount of fight they showed in that USC game, um, I, you know, we 
when you're a competitor, you know you don't you don't go towards moral victories. And I think when they're asking Shadir Sanders that, um, I don't think that's what they're playing for, obviously. But I think there's a lot of good seeing that win. And when you have people out, Omarion Miller making plays like that, it's really. I, I mean, I you can hate all you want, but a three and two team like that that was one and eleven last year with so much up upside. And a hell of a coach who just stays cool. Um, I think what I noticed the most about that game uh, was just how cool Prime was. And we were listening to it on the radio um, on the way to go into a check out a football game. But it was just so exciting to listen to and then watching, you know, the rerun of the game and, and seeing what they were putting in. Uh, Buffs just got to play four quarters. And I think if they play four quarters, they're a different football team. Um but wow, that was exciting, man. If they pulled that off, that would have been an all-timer, man. But Caleb Williams and Shadir Sanders absolutely lived up to the hype on that one. You got two incredible quarterbacks playing. And Caleb Williams, man, he's he's one of those guys, like, unless you're a USC fan or rooting for the number one pick, you just love to hate him. He's just he's very talented, very good. He's an absolute just baller. Um I say this as a Notre Dame fan, man. I'm really looking forward to that USC-Notre Dame game. I think it's going to be a hell of a game, uh, especially after that. Uh, but, I, I mean, it's going to be a different quarterback than what they're used to seeing as, from a Notre Dame perspective. Um, and that Oregon-USC game, too, I'm really excited to see that one. Um, hopefully, you know, Washington-USC, that'll be a good one, too. You know, you can only hope. I haven't even checked their schedule, but they mean the Pac-12 game. Let's see. This is uh, not your ESPN radio, but yeah. No, November 4th. Yeah, November 4th, Washington versus USC. Um, got that on the calendar. I think that one's going to be a good one. We're, we're going to put that on the calendar right now. Um, <laughs> what good football. Yeah, this is me just being dumb. I I think when they put 41 to 48, um. As soon as I got, I mean, I was really hoping for another overtime, just because that would have been so sweet. But we were actually driving up to the CSU game to watch them play Utah Tech. I mean, t- tickets were like eighteen dollars to go see CSU play. I had never been to a CSU game. Me and my wife didn't go to in-state colleges, so we kind of missed that college experience. And neither of us went to FBS schools. So a little different environment every time we get to go to an FBS school and tailgate. It's just always fun, especially as adults now, you know. We're not really partaking in the college drinking, but, God, it's so fun to watch. And CSU had such an awesome atmosphere. Checked out the the Ag Day, you know, tailgate. People were just generous and awesome. I was wearing my Notre Dame jersey. Got a lot of go Irishes. I was uh worried there's gonna be people talking shit band but the csu fans are just awesome awesome people fort collins is awesome i think it's kind of felt felt like um how do i explain this sometimes i as a native coloradan i feel out of place in colorado and there's there's a little bit of outsiderness but man they just made you feel so welcome there um we had a blast just listening to music and some beers it's some old Aggie beers. Great environment. Um, I actually ran into a bunch of kids from, from uh, high school where I was coaching. Um, shout out to the Columbine Rebels cheer squad. You guys did great at halftime. 
These CSU students, man, those guys are rowdy. Um, there's a couple lightning delays, and those kids are uh, running onto the field. I think one got caught by security. The other escaped security, ran back in the stands. Um, that was absolutely the highlight of the game. I mean, CSU played all right. Uh, beat Utah Tech, FCS school, 41-20. CSU, um, there's a part of me, I mean, they're just so pass-heavy. And you just start seeing DNs tee off and, and uh, their quarterback running for their life, man. But uh, they, Torrey Horton is pretty damn special. And I think when you have a target like that, and Holker too, you know, I think when you have targets like that to throw to, it really makes a big difference. But I will got to say, I think the best, this freaking guy, I mean, they, I, I want to talk about this for a second just while it's on my brain. Um, Stoker at Ohio State. Whoever gets a chance to get that guy, that guy is a freaking brick shit house. Um, I know we're talking about you know Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. a lot, but that guy, I mean, just watching guys just try to tackle him and just bounce off him, um, that's a tight end that I'm like, ooh, wow, kind of salivating at. But neither here nor there. I mean, Tory Horton, pretty special watch. I know a few years back they had Rashad Higgins um, have a hell of a year. So I really hope this guy just keeps having a great year. He's fun to watch. I mean, CSU will get some players every once in a while. And I think the facility, um, Canvas Stadium, first time checking that out, what an incredible facility. What an incredible game. Um, incredible place to watch a game. Uh, we had fun just checking out the the interior and uh, the new stadium. And that's where the uh, Colorado High School football uh, state championship for 4A and 5A is going to be, I believe, or 5A, 6A. They keep changing that shit on me. Um, it's going to be awesome to, you know, see people enjoy that up there. And, you know, a little different than Mile High and Denver, but I think Fort Collins has just so much fun stuff. And, you know, if, if I'm a parent tailgating at that game for the high school, you know, stop for beers before and after, you know, you're in the Napa Valley of beers. Um I just got to say, I mean, I think college football in Colorado has not been good for a while. I've grown up with it being good. You know, I think in the heyday when I was eight, seven, eight years old, you know, CSU and CU were playing for Mountain West championships and Big 12 championships, you know. And it's been it's been interesting seeing them suck. And um, I think in, in, a, in a lot of ways, that's what people kind of grew up to. It wasn't really a hotbed. And. Um, seeing hopefully a resurgence of them just being competitive and good and it's been it's been fun to watch um, I do think both teams have bright futures for sure just as far as attitude and culture goes but man college football in Colorado is just fun to watch I mean you're you're in a beautiful environment man and if I was a college kid looking back it's really just thinking about how special that is it, it really is pretty damn special and that CSU Stadium environment was a lot of fun. You know, the kids were rowdy. I think if the light two lightning delays didn't go down, there'd be um, more people staying in the stands. But, you know, I understand kids got frat parties to go to. You know, beers to drink, coke to snort. Happens. I really, really enjoyed those kids, though, man. CSU, CSU students, uh, you, guys are, you guys are a fun bunch. And CSU people are absolutely fun. That being said, I was tracking... The Notre Dame versus Duke game, probably the whole time. Um, whew, 
I I thought that Notre Dame was gonna blow it. I really did. Um, you kept checking checking the score and seeing what's going on. You're seeing the ball and your your imagination's going wild. Um, rewatching that game later, like I did the USC Colorado game. Um, Duke Duke's got a hell of a program too. I mean, I know we talk about you know David Cutliffe did great with that program for the past 19 years, and then you know Mike Elko. Uh, Duke's Duke's going to be a program. I, I really think they're going to be competitive in the ACC for a while as long as that coach stays there. I mean, you can get some some good kids who are smart too. Um, they're going to be a program for a while. I really think they're they're fun to watch, man, and they got a great environment too. I mean, Duke, obviously, you know, you associate with basketball in North Carolina too, but those schools have been producing some some players, man, um, and. I'm not from that area. Obviously, I've never really experienced high school football there, but there's probably something in the water, man, that's producing all these freaking players that are um, really turning these these programs around. I, I would have to do an in-depth look at where recruits are coming from and everything else, but um, it's just really cool to see how so many different programs are competing at such a top level. And I, I feel like maybe the internet and training and everything else has really helped um, level the playing field. I mean, last year watching Tulane beat USC in, I believe the Cotton Bowl, the Rose Bowl Cotton Bowl. God, let me look that up now. USC versus Tulane. Cotton Bowl. I was right. You got to second guess yourself. But I mean that hell of a game there. But you're just seeing programs across the board just being able to recruit and get some top players and it's it's really cool to see the parody in college football um is i think one some of my biggest criticisms with sports man is when there's just no parody and you see the same damn team win over and over and over and college football i think is really i mean there's obviously you get the same teams winning the college football playoff the same teams in there um it just it just seems like there's more teams starting to be on the up and up. You know, Kansas this year, Maryland. Um, two th- I mean, I'm thinking a little bit about, like, you know, I, I would love every year if there's a little bit of 2007 in college football. And if you're a college football fan, that was kind of a crazy year. You know, you're seeing Kansas go 12-1, and you know, West Virginia up there until they lose to Pitt, Michigan losing to Appalachian State. Just a topsy-turvy world where, like, top-ranked teams were losing every single week. Um, which is another reason why I think they should have a college football playoff. But, you know, can't all get what we want. We got four. We got four right now. We'll keep we'll keep working towards it. Um, but that game, Notre Dame versus Duke. Uh, Sam Hartman, what a class act, you know, waiting for Riley Leonard to get out of the injury tent shake his hand. But what, what guts, man. I think last week we didn't convert the fourth against Ohio State. This game, you know, you, you, you both hate and love when you see a quarterback just diving for a first and putting their body on the line. But I think more than any other position that really rallies the team, um, harking back to, I think everybody remembers this, when Elway helicoptered against Green Bay. When you show you want to win that bad, it galvanizes your team. And that guy's definitely definitely a leader. Um, obviously, I'm not inside the locker room, but that guy's a hell of a leader. And as a coach and 
player. You know, you want your quarterback to be the leader of the team. You want him to have confidence. And I think what stood out to me before this is, you know, him taking care of his team with his NIL deals. You know, when you're getting guys golden beats by Dre, you're uh, getting them uh, under armor shoes, and then you uh, turn your rib into a necklace, man. Uh, I think you're a little bit of a badass. And I don't know if he's from that, uh, where exactly he's from, but if he's from that uh, Carolina area, man, like I said, what is in the water? Tough-ass dudes. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of him, man. I, th- I, think he's, I think he's a fun player to watch. Um, I hope he, I hope he, I mean, I'm always rooting for the Notre Dame National Championship, but I, th- I think he's going to, in his one year here, I think he'll be remembered here for sure, just as far as his commitment level to his team. It uh, doesn't take long to kind of build your your uh, legacy a little bit. And that being said, Audric Estime, dude, I think he's special. I mean, that Notre Dame offensive line has been special for more than a decade. And I think any running back would love to run behind them and all the tight ends and everything they're producing. Joe Alt is a stud. But, man, that guy... I'm going to talk about hard to tackle. He seems like he's a Jerome Bettis 2.0. And uh, I am super, super stoked to just keep watching him this year. And we always talk about the next level. I think we're like, oh, can't wait to do the pros. I just enjoy watching how hard these dudes play in college. And there is this thing, you know, you get to the pros, sometimes you get hurt. Sometimes you just lose the love of the game. I remember reading about... uh. Tom Zabikowski, you know, former Notre Dame player, played with the Baltimore Ravens, pro boxer. We talked about he got to the Ravens and it just became a job and uh, just became about the paycheck and stopped loving the game, you know. So it's it's the high school and college level are always fun to me because you just see love for the game still. There's just so much passion, so much tradition, and Football is not for long. I mean, it's not for long. It's not meant to be <laughs> for long. It's a young it's a young man's game. You play it for however long you can, as hard as you can. You look back at it, and you can't look back at it and wish, oh, I wish things went different. This It just is what it is, and you play as hard as you can. Um, you, you get into coaching. You become a fan. You do what I'm doing. Shit, you're just talking about a game on a, on a Tuesday. Um, but it really is such an integral part of our American passion and culture, man. Uh, as George Carlin said, it's a land acquisition game. And that's why we love it. I also got to watch some high school football uh, this past week, and I watched a freshman football game. Watching high school football and then going to the CSU game, kind of watching similar stuff at a different level. You know, I'm watching... Empty sets, four verts, you know, a lot of pass-happy teams. Um, and then I'm realizing I'm old. I'm like, what happened to running the ball? Nobody want to run the ball? You know, but, uh, maybe, I'm just, uh, maybe I'm just an old man there. Um, I, I love attending a high school football game, man. Like I said, watching a college game is fun, but you, you, you pay five bucks to go support a kid, you know, and, and, and their program. Um I just love how hard kids play at the high school level. It doesn't matter, you know, that there's anybody in the crowd. Just watching them play their butts off. And I think my favorite commonality is just watching people hate to lose. Um, and 
when people hate to lose, it is so fun to see their passion um, and just wanting to, I don't know, wanting to dominate and not wanting to fail, but not being scared to try. It's, it's awesome. And as far as, uh, I just want to talk about this a little bit with, with high school football, man. I think uh, the game I was at, there's a, just, I mean, it's a freshman football game at 9 a.m. Parents yelling at the refs. A uh, few F-bombs heard from the parents. Um, there's there's moments for me where I'm like, it's, it's, guys, it's it's freshman football, you know. And there's some, some of the parents, I was like, the lack of football IQ just made you sound dumb. Um, guys, a, a clip is a block in the back, not a block in the front. A hard, it's just a hard block. I just want you guys to know that. Uh, not every play is past interference. Uh, sometimes, you know, your kid just sucks. I don't know what to tell you. Um, that's tough to, it's a tough pill to swallow. You know, I think uh, every, every parent wants their kid to be a D1 athlete. Um, we've all, we've all been down that road. You know, some of us have been that kid whose parents wanted that. And it's just not in the cards always guys. Uh, but there's a lot of development, you know, I think just stay patient with your kids and keep learning football as parents and being patient with your coaches. Try to put them in the best situation you can, you know, do those, uh, training camps in the off season to supplement their high school training, take them to coaches, you know, and, I know some programs are very against that, um, but I don't know. I'm like the the football has become such a capitalist market, you know, where you your value as a player at all levels. I mean, you have to you have to maximize that value. And high school for kids who who have goals to play to college and and get there. Um, you can't get mad at the results you didn't get by the work you didn't do. And if you're putting in the work and, 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 you know, going to these camps and stuff like that, I mean, it kind of is a full year round thing. I do encourage playing other sports. Um, but there's sometimes I get it. I mean, you got to make that your priority. Just like dudes make basketball with AAU their priority and they go play year round or wrestlers doing Olympic stuff in the off season. Even if you're playing other sports, I mean, there's you, you learn to make priorities eventually. You're like, all right, what sport do I want to be good at and where do I want to focus? And you may not get to D1. You may not get to D2, but there's there's places out there. You know, if you got good grades, um, you might develop. I mean, you might be another, you know, Fred Jackson or Ken Anderson or Pierre Garçon coming out of D3 or somebody coming out of JUCO. You never know. There's just so many options. So that's, I guess, my message. So I'm excited for the next week of uh, football, man. I didn't even talk about pros on this episode. Not gonna. Um, there's so much out there you guys can check out and listen to. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I want to talk about this week. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Gary Miller Show. Excited to see what the rest of the year holds for Colorado football. And just statewide from top to bottom, it's just really grown the last 20 years. You've seen so many good kids playing, you know, shout out to these kids playing at uh, 
other 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 colleges checked out a few like you know Andrew Gentry uh, Karis at CSU uh, Andrew Gentry's at Michigan and uh, Miles Purchase at uh, Iowa State shout out to his uh, uh, NIL deal where it's like purchase more ham and bacon I think it's whoever the, the kids are that was genius genius marketing on their part uh, go and get yours man make Colorado proud um, that's all I want to talk to you guys um, I just want to plug our, our comedy show October 20th at the Mirage Sports Bar the dad's comedy show we're going to have new comedy new acts um, our last show audiences were like hey I didn't realize this was new every time and it is a new show every single time so come and check it out guys uh, be sure to follow at Gary Miller Creative and check me out at GaryMillerComedy.com thanks guys mm-hmm.